if we take the image of the wave and identify our conscious deliberate learning with its front breaking edge and the operations of our non-conscious brains in processing and analyzing and working on what we learn at that conscious edge in its wake in the part of the wave that lies behind often unrecognized with no attention being paid to it then what that non-conscious process is doing is as you might say filling in the gaps behind the conscious learning that is often such a struggle often so difficult often so frustrating full stop now I've said a million times in these episodes that one of the peculiar things that human beings do is to assume that when they have a name something for something, their name must have a bearer. And one of the names that we have used, or a collection of names that we have used for brain processes, as we would now call them, that we don't begin to understand, is the word understanding. So we talk about things being understood. We talk about understanding. We talk about intuition. We talk about insight. We talk about having feelings about things or for things or where we anticipate things. And all of these, although they appear to name something and were perhaps originally associated with some sort of mystical or metaphysical property of the soul, or the self that lay beyond comprehension and which was indicative of the superiority and uniqueness of the human species, all prejudices we should now, I think, relinquish. But understanding, insight, intuition, foresight, you name it, a sixth sense we sometimes talk about, all of these things are names we give to the results of processes over which we have no control or little control and which we certainly have never really found that we understand and that we are probably going to find forever are unintelligible because they lie in the non-conscious brain which is by its very nature unintelligible since the only intelligible things are the thoughts that it throws up that erupt from it as a consequence of its operation, we don't have direct access to it. I've said all this before. So when we are struggling with some new piece of learning, when we are at the front edge of the wave, the breaking edge of the wave, and our consciousness is trying to learn new words, new grammar, trying to play a new piece on the violin, trying to make some experiment work, or trying to remember facts and figures and theories about the world and it all seems very hard the important thing to remember is that that is just a process whereby we are so to speak feeding our non-conscious brains with more intellectual nutrients that it will go on processing long after our conscious brains have passed on and start to attend to something else so 
we may want to say, and the people at OpenAI seem to want to say, that ChatGPT and, the, and its other versions and incarnations doesn't understand, doesn't have insights, doesn't have any sort of sense of human-like cognitive process, cognitive processes. But we can't really be sure about that because we're not really sure what those processes entail when human beings experience them. So when people rather sniffily say that ChatGPT is just doing statistical pattern matching or just stitching together bits and pieces into what look like coherent statements that could be construed as wise or knowledgeable or exhibiting understanding, as if to say, but they don't really, I think we should press pause. And although I'm not going to go down the, the line of the Google employee who thinks that ChatGPT is sentient, I do think that we should be more cautious in denying that the things that it can do exhibit things like understanding, insight, intuition, because I'm not sure that we have a very clear alternative to set over against them other than those mysterious metaphysical things that words like understanding, intuition, insight, name in the human case, which, as I'm suggesting, may be nothing very much at all but a neurological process. So that that aha moment when we suddenly understand and know how to go on, in Wittgenstein's famous phrase, when we suddenly understand it may not be very much more sophisticated, although it, of course, is very sophisticated, than some neurological pathway or set of pathways finally completing when the last dendrite inserts into the last neuron, last nerve cell, and the circuit is completed. And when a, an AGI completes its training or when it forms a neural net or a subnet that is capable of doing something really quite sophisticated, even if it doesn't have a an introspective experience, the equivalent of our aha moments, it may still be said to have come to an understanding of the thing that it can then do. After all, what else are we, are we suggesting? Are we retaining the view that human beings can do these things by virtue of possessing a soul with mysterious metaphysical powers that clutch at the infinite from our finite frame? I don't think so. Thank you for listening.